When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And it's another week headed into week 11 of the NFL season. And you are watching the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Hello. You just have me today, Kelly Singh, host of the Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh, the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. Don't have a guest today. It's just me recapping. I am at work. I know that Longtime fans notice when my background changes. And yes, it's kind of a cloudy day here today in California. But that's all right. We're bringing our own brand of sunshine because we're just going to call it Victory Tuesday. <laughs> we don't get a Victory Monday. We get a Victory Tuesday as I'm recording this. And um, hopefully everyone's out there celebrating. I'm wearing one of my favorite hoodies, Hail Murray um, we got some Konami code going on here on the football, um, but Murray didn't play, obviously. We had a little hammy injury, but we had Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy went ahead and did the job, so happy Victory Tuesday to all those who celebrate. <laughs> I, um, I'm excited to say we have improved to four and six on this season. Not great, obviously, but it's a win, and we need to celebrate the wins. We need to roll the punches. We we accept our losses as much as we can with grace, but we're going to go ahead and take those wins and celebrate them. I see a lot online about people saying this is a throwaway season, blah, blah, blah. Fine. Say what you will. Throwaway season or not, it's still okay to be happy. It's still okay to have joy when your team wins. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to celebrate. We're going to be happy. We're going to talk about how our Arizona Cardinals beat the LA Rams at a score of 27-17 with our backup to our backup, <laughs> Colt McCoy, 
I mean, it's a lot of backups happening, right? But we got to do what we've got to do, and they did it. And they did it as a team. I don't think there was anything um, that was worth complaining about. I mean, a lot of people last game said, you know, why didn't DeAndre Hopkins get the ball more? Why did Rondale Moore get the ball so much? This game, uh, Hopkins did get the ball, did make an impact. Rondale Moore got the ball. Rondale Moore made an impact. I mean, we had a a lot going on. um, And I think that it's worth, again, celebrating. I keep saying celebrating. What I want to do is kick off the show here talking about DeAndre Hopkins. We have a fun little graphic because we love graphics and we can see that Hopkins had 26 routes, 10 targets, eight catches for 83 yards. And what does that translate to? You might ask, well, I happen to be bookmarking a bunch of stuff as I always do on, um, Twitter. I'm not going to share my screen with you today because I'm not as organized as I typically am. But Hopkins versus Ramsey. Uh, Hopkins, according to Next Gen Stats. Oh, yeah, that's great. Let's leave that uh, little graphic just so people can see the numbers. When we uh, look at Next Gen Stats, These targets, the 8 of 10 for 83 yards with Ramsey in coverage happens to be the most receptions allowed by a defender to a receiver in the last two seasons. That is pretty amazing. Um, You got to love what DeAndre Hawkins is putting out there. And then another little stat here, we have – This is actually the most, let me rewind. Not only is this the most receptions allowed by a defender to a receiver over the last two seasons, um, I'm reading another Next Gen Stats tweet that says Hopkins overall, we don't have a graphic for this one, but I'll just tell you, overall, 263 routes, 91 targets, 44 receptions. You know what? Maybe I will just share my screen because this is a pretty great tweet. Okay, so I'm sharing my screen with you because this is definitely worth looking at. So Jalen Ramsey has shadowed DeAndre Hopkins, according to Next Gen Stats, in eight of their 11 matchups. Look at this. Not only in the last two seasons has it been the most receptions allowed against Ramsey, it's against any single defender since 2016. DeAndre Hopkins has me just at a loss for words. 263 routes, 91 targets, 44 receptions, 508 yards against Ramsey. And again, like I said, that is more than any receiver has been allowed since 2016. Um, He's also allowed three touchdowns, which doesn't rank him first, but he's tied for third. Nevertheless, that is crazy, crazy, crazy stats. 
mind blowing, just mind blowing. It's, it is so wild to me when I get to look at these numbers and share them with you. So yay. Congratulations again to Deandre Hopkins. And, um, I don't know if he received my mom hug and celebration, but I'm sending it again. We are proud of you. This mom's proud of you, and I'm sure tons of fans are proud of you. And I know DeAndre Hopkins only likes to celebrate the wins. He feels like it doesn't matter if they don't win. And honey, you won, and it definitely matters. (laughs) So uh, the Rams have now fallen to three and six. The Cardinals have improved four and six on the season, which is fantastic. So if we look at Colt McCoy, Um, he really did perform well. He did what we asked of him. Is he a Kyler Murray? No, but he got the job done and that's all that matters. So, uh, with Kyler out with his hamstring injury, hamstring injuries can be tricky. Hopefully he's back quickly. Um, we have Colt McCoy who's played in the league for 13 years. Um, and you know, it's not so bad. Uh, we have defensive players that were in the game. We had Antonio. Of course, we had defensive players in the game. What am I saying? We have defensive players in the game that made a difference, that made us cheer, and that happens to be Cardinals quarterback Antonio Hamilton with a career banner game um, against the Rams where he forced two incompletions and allowed only 22 yards on nine total targets. So um, that is definitely something again to celebrate. Good job, Antonio Hamilton, Cardinals cornerback. Um, What else do we have here? We have a rookie Um, and I am totally going to slaughter his first name, so I'm not going to attempt it until I can properly say it, but last name Sanders, best game of his rookie season on Sunday. And, um, he, uh, he definitely did well out there. He picked up a second sack of his career, um, against the Rams. He also got in a tackle and three stops on four run defense snaps. Not too shabby. Cardinals defense definitely won the day for a lot of fans, but also for daily fantasy sports players. Uh, Here in the office, we were talking about our DFS lineups, and one of my colleagues happened to win his DFS matchup and had the Cardinals as their defense. I feel like that is a great play for defense. I don't think it will pan out the same this next week because everybody will be on the Cardinals defense next week, I'm sure. But if you happen to have played Cardinals defense for your daily fantasy team in week 10, you likely came out on top with some money. Um, Little tip. It's not anything to write home about, but if you're new to daily fantasy sports and sports betting, you want to pick up a defense um, and all of your players, really, depending on what kind of game you're playing, but you want to pick up lesser rostered um, players, defenses, 
um, because you don't want to have to have as much competition. Now, of course, you need to be responsible with your picks. Don't go all crazy and just pick the lowest rostered players, but you want to have some diversity in there. Get some less expected picks in there, less um, rostered, I guess is the best word, because that way you're kind of zigging when everyone else is zagging and you have a better chance of winning more money or at least sharing less of your money with other players. So Cardinals, great defensive pick. If you made them for week 10, good on you. Maybe you'll visit my Twitter profile, click that little tip button and buy me a coffee. (laughs) You think? Maybe I just sit here and giggle at myself because that's typically what I do. And I'm sure my producers are back there like, oh my gosh, there she goes again. So um, if we want to talk about Cardinals offensive line, there wasn't any single offensive lineman that did um, anything necessarily spectacular. However, the entire offensive line really held back Aaron Donald, who happens to be you know, who we needed to hold back. We did not want um, that Aaron Donald coming in and sacking our poor little Colt McCoy. Um, So great job offensive line in doing that. Uh, Colt McCoy brought home nearly 14 fantasy points, which is pretty great for a backup quarterback. Uh, Compared to the backup quarterback on the Rams, John Wolford, he brought in 10.8 fantasy points average across the board. So Colt McCoy outperforming um, in yardage, outperforming in pretty much everything across the board. He took two sacks versus Wolford taking three sacks. He passed one touchdown. Wolford also passed a touchdown. But Wolford was intercepted while Colt McCoy managed to not be intercepted in the game last week. So good job, Colt. Good job. Let's talk about injuries. Um, We know that we suffered a pretty major injury this past week with Zach Ertz. Not only was it a major injury, what I'm reading is it's a season-ending injury. So unfortunately, we will not see Zach Ertz again this season on the field for the Cardinals. And honestly, it makes me super sad. And I could shed a tear over it because I'm a super empathetic person. Not only am I an empathetic person, I'm a Zach Ertz fan. And I love the home that he's found in Phoenix with the Cardinals. So Zach, I hope that you get well soon. We are all cheering for you and we hope to see you again on the field in the 2023 season. In the meantime, we have to move forward, but that was a real, um, a real blow to us. Um, we have DJ Humphreys, um, with a back injuries questionable. We have, um, you know, several other players, cornerback, Byron Murphy, a back injury questionable. And, um, 
DJ Humphreys is an offensive tackle, by the way. Sorry about that. And then we also have Max Garcia, offensive guard with a shoulder injury, also questionable. So we have some of our uh, couple offensive linemen beat up, cornerback beat up, but I think we may be able to hold our own. However, the odds are not with us as the 49ers are a seven and a half point favorite for next week's game. Um, you know, I don't think that's insurmountable. It's not. I think we can definitely do that. That is what that's instead of kicking a field goal, we just do a two point conversion and we beat the spread right there. Glass half full. <laughs> so we have a, a predicted score of um, 49ers 27, Cardinals 19. That is what our hometown um, paper, AZ Central, is saying. And I don't know that I'm behind that. We want, uh, we want to think that the Cardinals have turned a corner, says writer Jeremy Clough. Um, we want to think that they've turned a corner with their wins over the Rams. The 49ers defense will slow down Arizona, however, in this game. So that is uh, the prediction from Cardinals beat writer for AZ Central, Jeremy Clough. <sighs> that is tough. Do I want to get behind that? It, it sounds logical. But I really feel like the 49ers have their own struggles too. They, they, um, they do. They have their own struggles. I'm getting lost in my own thoughts here. We have Garoppolo, who is a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback, but he is somewhat volatile and he's not um, a top QB. The Cardinals defense, however, had a great game last week. If they could bring that into this week's week 11 game against the 49ers, I think that they could um, kind of freeze up the offense. Like, let's just put a pin in that. And, and maybe it's just enough holding off the offense that we could pull out a win. Maybe it could go to overtime and we could get that glass half full scenario that I talked about where we get the, the uh, two-point conversion in a touchdown and beat that seven-and-a-half-point spread. Um, but, you know, like I said, that's just, that's just staying positive. If we want to look at what else is being said around the Internet, ESPN is saying that the 49ers have a 70 um, – 72% chance to win the week 11 game. Um, that's not very good for us. But again, still hope DraftKings says that 49ers are favored over the Cardinals in week 11. They're giving it a prediction of 27-17. And um, especially um, if Kyler Murray is still out. We, we need to see what's going to happen there. I, I don't think, I, I don't see that he's going to be out because like I just read you the injury report as of Monday and I do not see um, 
Kyler Murray on it. He was on Sunday's injury report as questionable. And for as of to, as of yesterday, um, November 14th injury report, Kyler Murray was not listed. So it looks like he will be playing. So perhaps that's going to change up these odds. I don't know the odds that I am sharing with you. I'm just going to check the date really quick are as of this morning, 7:30 AM mountain time today. So, um, I will be interested to see what happens after practice on let's give it until uh, Wednesday's practice and maybe even Thursday's practice and see if these odds change at all. Maybe on Thursday's show, I'll be able to give you a better picture. But again, um, all the sports betting sites are giving the edge to the 49ers. Um, And what I'm here to tell you is that if we can um, stop or at least hold off the 49ers offense, I think the Cardinals defense can do the job to allow Hopkins, to allow Moore, to allow uh, Connor, allow these guys to do their jobs. And we're going to see, I think, a competitive game. Call me optimistic. Anyway, that's what I have for you today. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it more than you know. And I see you out there viewing, sharing, commenting, liking. If you have questions, if you have things that you want to see on the show that I haven't been providing yet, but I could, go ahead and tweet at me at Kelly and Phoenix. You can also reach out to the pod at SickPodKelly on Twitter. And we'd be happy to uh, maybe feature you, give you a little shout out. Um, I think I might have even had a few shout outs before I run off. Um, we had Next Gen Stats today. That was great. We have a Joanna Cards fan. You can find her Cards fan Joanna. She tweeted a really great picture on Monday with her Cardinals gear and a big mug of beer cheering on to uh, victory Monday. So cheers, Joanna. We have victory Tuesday happening here. <laughs> and uh, again, thanks to our friend and beat writer, Donnie Druin at Donnie Druin. He's always supportive of the show and uh, you can catch some of his inside look at the Cardinals on last week's episode if you're curious at what the life of a beat writer might be like. So again, thanks for watching and I will catch you next week. Bye. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google play and Apple podcasts.